Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. A tailored service where each quote is created with the best products and a fair price, no upfront costs. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, we had the weather. Yeah. Peter Grant, Paul Cooney here. This is the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy and delighted to be here. Peter, welcome back into the studio. Very much for having me, Paul. I'm surprised after a few weeks I've had. Yeah, you've had a tough time. It's great you're back in and welcome to the show with Glee, Global Eco Energy. Hey, fantastic. I'm not saying that. I'm glad you're doing it. An hour special tonight. And the news for Celtic fans is that, yep, the deal is done. Celtic have signed the central defender, Mike Narofsky from Legia Warsaw, around £4 million and it's a five-year deal. Peter, what do we know? Well, obviously, I'm like everyone else. I've not seen the kid play, so... The amount of scouting you've got now throughout the world and the network you've got, they'll know he can play. And the good thing for me is listening to his interviews, as we've heard bits and bobs from him, he can speak English, and I think that's very important as a central defender. The communication area in there is so important. So it's, it embarrasses us a little bit because every time one of your players go to a foreign country, we can't speak it, you yeah. know what I mean? Apart from asking for beer, I think. <laughs> but um, as I say, that's important for him, even though he's a young man. Because you've got it's nice learning the football and you'll understand the game of football, but the quick decisions that have got to be made and telling people about their position round about you is so important. But I'm sure, along with other boys there, he'll end up in a fantastic scene because I see a lot of work goes into looking for these young players now. In Legia Warsaw, it's a decent level, more than a decent. They've got a fanatical crowd there, haven't they? It's a brilliant stadium. And he's spoken, we're going to hear from him shortly, but he says, you know, I have played in a pressurised situation. Well, in Poland... It's very expectant, you know, the yeah. supporters of their clubs, you know, they're very passionate, you know, they're very similar to Scottish in many ways, you know, and I've been fortunate enough, we had Jack Inovsky, mm-hmm. you know, we had yeah. Darius Dovchek, and they were the captains of the national team at that particular time, and they were terrific players, you know, and really, really good players. Then you get back to the Bonyeks, all these yeah. guys, you know, who were wonderful. Kazmi Adena was it, came to England many, many yeah. years ago at Manchester City, I, I think he's no longer with us, unfortunately. But um, wonderful, wonderful players, so... There's throughout Arthur Boric for Celtic obviously was excellent you know so there's been a big connection there between there and Celtic and I'm sure the, the boy will be success as time goes along Rangers are in action tonight another big crowd at Ibrook Stadium Olympiakos 7.45 so another big crowd there and we gave the news last night Danilo is on his way the deal seems to be agreed Feyenoord and Rangers have agreed a fee and the player probably will be here early next week for a medical and they're saying Peter £39,000 a week Listen fair play to Rangers if they can afford to pay it you know what I mean because I say I've watched them in pre-season games just his goals and whatever you know and he started really well and it's that's what you're looking for in pre-season as a striker you want you want to score goals you want to be confident you'll see a lot of foreign teams play teams and win 20 nil and whatever because they want the strikers getting into the habit of scoring believe it or not that's the reason they do it but he's been doing it in tight games and I've been impressed with him his finishing's been very good so obviously the wages they get doesn't matter it's not down to the player but they'll obviously have to pay a few bob if they're going to pay £6 million for him you know you're not going to get him cheap and great credit to Rangers if they're willing to pay the wages because we've always said we felt the last few seasons have probably struggled up there in the, the centre forward position. You know, they've not had enough to be able to change it. 
Um, as I said, Cholak was probably the best over the last few years for me and they yeah. get rid of him because you, you'd look goals for games, you know what I mean? I can't fault him. And they decided to sell him, so obviously Michael sees something in the boys that he's brought in. This time last week it looked as though Scott Wright was on his way to Turkey. Well, he was. He went over to speak to the newcomers to the top flight, Pendik Spore. But there's no word yet. In fact, he's been spotted back here in training in Glasgow. Um, are you surprised? No, when I seen the interview, I was really surprised because reading it and listening to everybody else, I thought the deal was already mm -hmm. done. But when I seen his uh, interview at the airport, he said he was going over to have a look. So it doesn't surprise me, you know, I mean, I don't know whether Scott's looked at it and think this is not for me because it's a team that's just coming up and it's not your Galatasaray or Fernabachi yeah. or whatever. So maybe he's looked at it and thought, mm, maybe too much to be done here in the respect of that. And what's what's the quality? And I don't, I don't mean that disrespect to the players, but what's the quality? What's their expectation? Maybe he's had a look at it or maybe the club's had a look at it. And you know what it's like financially if players don't agree to it now. And he's, has he still got a year left at Rangers, yes. obviously? He's got a year left at Rangers. So it'd be stupid to make that decision because I'm sure he'll have suitors that'll want him anyway if he doesn't go to Turkey. I thought it was a surprise going to a club like that, just coming up, just because yeah. that's hard enough when a team's just been promoted to go to these clubs. But um, I'll be interested to show you that one pans out. Rangers fans, what are you thinking? What are you looking forward to seeing this season? So many signings now under Michael Beale and quite attack-minded. What do you think? Speak to Peter Grant and myself. 0808 17 17 700. And Celtic fans, so Polish under 23. He was born in Germany. Werder Bremen was his academy training. Uh, Legia Warsaw and he's now in Glasgow. So we saw the social media picture the other day. The two South Koreans in and we guessed that it wasn't, the, wasn't that, that well-kept secret <laughs> Was it really? But Celtic three players in this week. Let's hear from the new player, uh, Navrocki, talking about, uh, well, the new manager, Brendan Rogers. Of course, Brendan is, uh, is a very good coach. Everybody knows this, uh, the legend in, in Great Britain. Uh, yesterday he called me and like welcomed me, so I think tomorrow we will speak a little bit more. He's called him, he's welcomed him. And he was asked at the media conference today, why Celtic? I think everybody knows Celtic. Uh, they have the Champions League and everything. So big arguments to, to come here to make the next step for me. Big selling point, isn't it, Peter? You're straight into big money and also kudos. Absolutely. When you Listen, I was watching the Premier League games the other night there in America. I think it was Philadelphia, one of the games was. Mm -hmm. You see them sitting with the Celtic strips on. That tells you enough, you know, about the club. And we've always said it, you know, Celtic's right around the world. And these guys see it. They're not stupid. They know football, you know, and they understand how massive Celtic is. And they've seen the success and the way... Arthur Boric, we'll just talk about Arthur because he was the last mm -hmm. one really. You talk about the, the the success he had and how the Celtic fans loved him. And if he's half a, half a success as Arthur was, it would be a fantastic sign and there's no doubt of that. But as I said, the big thing for me as a defender is he's learnt his English, he's been brought up in a good background with Weather Bremen obviously and all these. So he's obviously, the thing is, people talk about him and say he's a good defender. I think that's so important. He can use the ball, they say he's comfortable in possession but he can he's a good defender. And I think we've got to get back to that when you're talking about defenders. You know, yes, there's a big part of the game now is obviously being able to get distribution, which has always been there, to be fair. But much more emphasis put on that. But people forget about the basics of defending. And I'm hoping as a young man that he's learned his trade. And I'm sure he's right. Brendan will give him that and the work with him. He's got centre-half and John Kennedy in that there who'll be able to help him as young men uh, in the game and played that position. And that's always an important uh, thing for you when you're coming into a new club and I'm sure he'll get the massive support behind him. Celtic fans, 
what you're looking forward to? Where are you looking to see improvements in the coming weeks? Because we think there still will be some under Brendan Rodgers and there is money to spend, but not to burn because there's no point in uh, wasting money. What do you think, Celtic fans? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 or join the conversation at Goal Football Show. Here's a bit more from Navrocki, signed for around £4 million, five-year deal, and he's speaking about the Champions League. Amazing. I think the, the nights here at, at Celtic Park and uh, Champions League will be amazing. So big games, but also the league and everything is not only about the Champions League. And uh, pressure, yeah, he's dealt with it before. Yeah, I came from Lega, the biggest cup in Poland, so uh, I had pressure there. But it's not pressure for me, it's more like a segment to, to be in the, in the biggest club in the country and yeah, have the pressure to win. So Celtic fans, what do you reckon of Rocky in there? Starfelt, you know, you need more central defenders. They do. Cameron Carter-Vickers back in full training, Peter. That's uh, obviously good news. But Listen, Paul, I've always said, when you're being really successful, that's the time to strike, you know, make sure that you're pushing each other, making sure the players are in position, are not sitting comfortable. You know, they've got to be feeling under pressure all the time and successful teams do that you know and they're all going to push each other and it, listen they're going to surprise a new manager because he, as I say only known three players prior to him coming back in so everybody's in there now saying who's Brendan because he maybe have different eyes for Ange in the respect to that he see different strengths and weaknesses and that's what he, and maybe slight differences to the way they play because if you noticed even the other day there the thing he spoke about prior was about he likes to keep near enough three at the back yeah. and you notice that in the games. So one full-back would go inside and then the other one would stand with the two centre-backs sort of thing. So there was a change right away. You know, and when then when they did go inside, the other one went wider. So there was yeah. wee, wee nips mm-hmm. and tucks here, you know what I mean? And getting into that at the start, I think that's important. The young man will be able to get through training sessions. He'll be able to, he's not coming at Christmas time where it's very, very difficult sure. to become part of that, you know, sort of thing. And... As I say, it's an exciting time for him. You know, massive club for him and he's right to that. And it's good the way he speaks. You can speak, still talk about the wee bit of German in there when he's speaking. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, you yeah. speak that wee bit yeah. of German in there and you, know, you understand that his answers were very cute. Yeah. You know what he's saying? You know, in pressure, I've played under pressure, of course, but it's excitement as well. It's not a concern for him. And listen, you know, as young defenders will always make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's how they respond to it under that pressure. They've been expected to win week in, week out. And that doesn't matter who you're playing. Even when you get into the Champions League, if you're playing yeah, Real Madrid, sure. yeah. <laughs> you're expected to beat them. And that's the different pressure that comes along with playing with Celtic. This time last year, they had Moritz Jens, a player you were involved in his development. You think about it, he's gone on, he's done well, hasn't he? Um, but he was unlucky, or was he, last season? He was unfortunate. That... I think there was a couple of issues away from it. Not with right. Moritz, you know. Not with Moritz, I think there was family issues and whatever, you yeah. know. But then he went back to Germany and done exceptionally well. And then got a move for £10 million. Yeah, you know, yeah. wow. I'm delighted for him because I said to you, the only question that Mark always had about more for the British game was, was he aggressive enough because the ball's coming forward? And you can see that in some of his games. But in general play, I thought he handled himself really well. And I know he doesn't speak, you can't speak highly enough about Celtic and his time at Celtic. And that'll prepare for him for the rest of his career. But I'm absolutely delighted because for Bybe being a fantastic footballer, he's a fantastic kid as well. On your old club, Peter Grant, what about Celtic? Apparently remaining active in the pursuit of another keeper uh, Dynamo Zagreb's keeper the Croatian number one Dominic Livakovic so we saw him in the World Cup yeah I was I was impressed with him mm-hmm. I was impressed with the team I must admit you know I thought the team were excellent yeah. and, but as you say you can see him in him he's a young man what did you like about him? He was agile. He can, use, he can listen. He can catch the ball first yep. and foremost, which people get away from. Exactly, which people get away from. <laughs> yeah. You know, we all talk about he's great at playing out and whatever, and he can do that because you have to do that when you've got the likes of Modric and all that playing with you, yeah. and playing with these superstars and even in a dressing room with these superstars. Yeah. You know, it's big. It means a personality. 
and that's so so important. He's he's been able to handle the pressure of that. Because the keepers under. have got to shout. You know, they're all shouting, aren't they? Absolutely. And you, you playing, have, yeah. and you can imagine getting in there if you've not done your job properly. The Modric and that are going to help you, but they're also going to tell you off as well. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously the standards that they set. I mean, the standards and the the professionalism that Modric must be at because oh. you look at the fitness levels he's got for by his ability. He's a wonderful wonder, but one of the best, if not the best, uh, midfield player. Uh, I've seen in many years you know because he has top quality but he's going to be learning off them and everything It doesn't. you don't need to be a goalkeeper to learn that sure. but I was really impressed with him Juranovic was there mm-hmm. and obviously Celtic fans were very good with him and Celtic Football Club was very good with him so the fact of that I'm sure if he's going to ask him he can only be positive about Celtic and you see what's happened to him going on to Hertha and so the, the things that is so important and maybe use it as a stepping stone that's what some of them do but there's no doubt about his talent as a goalkeeper uh, there's confusion about Scott Wright we spoke about that what about the young player Western City Wanderers centre-half Alex Bonitig he's on trial with Celtic 20 year old impressed with the club's scouting team they saw him over there they were impressed and uh, he is on trial with Celtic obviously another development player but there's so much going on at the big two and all the clubs just now But listen that used to happen years and years ago Paul I mean, Brad Fiedel came yeah. to us and couldn't play yeah. because you needed work permits John Harks the boy that was at Dunyan could his father yeah. he ended up going to Sheffield uh, Wednesday and having a fantastic mm. career and Brad was brilliant well, he was amazing I was watching him on you Sky know, the other day so Brad Friedel you'd all yeah. that you know, mm. so they came to Celtic even in their days because mm. they were always looking out to improve and yeah. you get better and I think you've got to continue doing that and you know what football global isn't it everybody sees everything used to if you were in the backwater nobody got to see you because there was no footage or nothing you know now you can see everything you, you possibly want to I mean you put the television on you can watch all the pre-season games now you know which never happened before we'd be stuck away in the middle of Sweden for three weeks yeah, we, 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 didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even know where we were playing did you not enjoy that? <laughs> I loved it Austria and you went yeah to I loved it but Paul mm-hmm. because it was a time you worked extremely hard. Yeah. You, you you really did. I mean, I was laughing about it the other night because we weren't even allowed to drink water on that during training. I, I spoke about it said. before. You know, and I'm laughing. People were saying the other day. And if, somebody said, oh, they were a lot fitter nowadays than they were in your days. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I answered it. I went, well, yeah, maybe. And I went, uh-huh. oh, see when I went home that night, I went, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> we running empty because we never did any water. We were running, crazy, not refueling, nothing, yeah. anything like that. But not many players miss games. Not, I never, I see the amount of people that goes down with cramp now. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what it is, but very little did I ever see people going down with cramp uh, when we played. Too much water. <laughs> Too much water, <laughs> exactly. You know. Get a stitch. There's a headline, <laughs> Peter Grant. Declan Gallagher's on the move. Jim Goodwin was with him before, of course. He's got him now at Dundee United. That move has gone through today from St Mirren. And United, it's changed in the past week since I saw you, Peter. They've had a couple of wins now uh, because it was looking grim after the first two games. A 1-0 win for them against Falkirk. Last night, it owned Stephen McGinn. He'll be on tomorrow night. But what about Declan Gallagher? He could do with a good run, couldn't he, at United? Well, that's what he needs to do. He needs to go there and show that leadership qualities that everybody, I don't know Declan, but that's the sort of thing they talk about when you see an aggressive centre-back. And I see Ross Graham played at right side, even though he's left-footed. He was playing at right side last night, so that's obviously a position they're looking at. They, I know they weren't happy with the, the situation last year, with the goalkeeping and the, the central oh, defence amount of goals. The they lost, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, so... And it's not easy once you get into that downward spiral. It's very, very difficult. So it's somewhere that Jim's obviously looked at and thought, and maybe never thought he was getting a chance of getting Declan because obviously he's at St Mirren and was playing probably in their team at times. And I've seen him captain in that team at times. So it's obviously a change there. And listen, sometimes when you go in there, it's one thing I learned, you need that aggressive talker centre-back because you have to deal with a lot of set plays and... If you're losing silly goals like United lost last year, you see what happens. You end up getting relegated out of the division. 
We'll talk about the Viaplay Cup shortly because St Johnson are the first major scalp to go out, Premiership team who are out already. We'll speak to that later in the programme. It's Paul Cooney with Peter Grant on the Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. We're on till six tonight. Peter, a week and three days to go to the kick-off in the Singe Premiership. You were covering the Celtic games there the other day. You'll be covering loads of games this coming season. How are you feeling about it now? With uh... I'm really excited, Paul, because yeah. I see teams are all trying to adjust you know you've got Celtic Rangers obviously making big signings mm -hmm. you know you've got other teams are bringing what they can in um, and I think that's important Aberdeen look to have got stronger but we said that under other managers and it yeah. just doesn't seem to happen so uh, the interesting vibe for me is going to be the heart situation why? Or oh, the two managers? Two, two well, or three I, managers. I, 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 I don't, saw it in Sky what's going on? I mean I, I understand that Stephen um, Naismith has to get his full coaching yeah, but the thing I, I don't understand is Frankie's obviously yeah, Frankie got the final say in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're saying it's not changed since last year. Well, I was led to believe that Stephen was leading it last year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Frankie will make the final decision. You know, I understand that. The manager always has a final say. Mm -hmm. But the thing for me today was every other manager's been interviewed on Sky or whatever mm -hmm. when they've been as individuals. Right, they've been talking yeah, about sure. the, the manager. Yeah. So it was the two guys today. Yeah. And it's very difficult because if you're the manager that's picking the team, and you're the one, you've got to go and face the music. Sure. You know, good, bad, and different, you're the one that's got to go out there and face the music because mm -hmm. you're the one that's putting the, the mm -hmm. tactics and that together. I found it strange today. And I just think if you're the one that's picking the team, you're the one that's got to answer the questions. Because yeah. I can't, Frankie McAvoy can't be talking about the team and then Stephen going out doing interviews or vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's the guy that's leading it saying, well, because if you're asking me a question after the game, I've got to answer the way I would feel comfortable. Not what I'm thinking the other guy in the restroom's thinking mm. how he spoke. So the guy that's leading, it's, it's got, that's got to be clear. Because please believe me, that affects players. Yeah. Because players are saying, well, well who sure. do I really, do I yeah. go to Stephen or do I go to Frankie? Who do you yeah. think? Who, who is picking the know. team? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Frankie's saying it's him, so there's, sure. there's no... Yeah. But the, the thing I'm saying on it, the clarity I know. has yeah. got to be there for everyone. It would have been much easier for saying, Frankie's going to be the head coach mm -hmm. Stephen's going to be the assistant, whatever, yep. you know. And in time to come, if that changes over the piece, fine. But at least it's clear. At this, even after listening to the interview today, I still wasn't clear with it. I feel for both of them. Yep. You know, I feel for both of them because everybody's asking the same question. But the thing I'm concerned about for both of them is what the players think. Mm -hmm. Because the players, it's all right telling the players, but if they're going to Nasey or they're going to Frankie or they're going to Gordon... What, what one is it? Sure. You know, who do you go and see? If you get left out on a Saturday, yep. <laughs> oh, it's Frankie. Sure. Uh, there can only be one leader. There has to be. That's the why, that's why yeah. the co-manager never worked. Sure. Because Remember they used to try that? Yeah, but if the yeah. co-manager, God almighty, who, who's going to get the final say then? Of course. <laughs> that was always Clough. the problem. It was Clough. Well, exactly. So <laughs> or, what, do you, what do you do with yeah, that? You know, sure. And it's difficult. And I feel for that. But what they've got to make sure is it doesn't affect the group. Yeah. Because there is going to be situations where you're going to have to go and speak to someone if you're left out of the team or you want to ask a, a specific question about certain things and you have to be clear who that leader is. And that's a worry for me with Hearts because I, I thought they were, they were turning that corner. It was a surprise when Robbie went at the time. I know people say no because of the, the results, yeah. whatever. Sure. But all of a sudden you thought Stephen was leading it and then you thought, obviously, the pro licence for Europe. But now it seems to be as if Frank is making the final decision. 
but I still find it a strange situation. Quick break and then we're back. Peter Grant, 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! And we've teamed up with Alea in Glasgow to give you the chance to win up to £250 to spend in their brand new, relaunched sports bar. Open every Friday and Saturday from 6 in the evening until 6am, Peter Grant. And early for all the major <laughs> sporting fixtures, so if there's an afternoon game, it'll be on early or lunchtime. It'll be open and it's the perfect place to follow your team this season. Head to thisisgo.co.uk to register and you could be playing this Friday here on the Go Radio Football Show. Peter, we love our football and uh, yeah, this is going to be absolutely brilliant. So somebody could be winning this this coming Friday here on the Go Radio can you Football let me, Show. Can you yeah. let me even give me yeah. the answers and all that sort uh, of thing? Well, we'd never do that. You'd know them anyway. <laughs> You'd inside the info, uh, you know what I mean? Come encyclopedic on. Encyclopedic knowledge of football, Peter Grant. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Oh yeah, you know, and you know so many people in the game as well. So we're looking forward to it. the big kickoff a week on Saturday, for example. That'll be someday, twelve o'clock or thereabouts. The lunchtime kickoff, twelve thirty, Ross County against the champion Celtic, and then later around five-ish, Kilmarnock against Rangers. So well, listen, that's what everybody's yeah. looking forward yeah. to, Paul. Mm-hmm. But listen. Supporters are like everybody else. Yeah. They're just desperate for the friendlies to be out the road so that the, the, the real stuff and the points start getting played for again. That's what everybody's desperate for. Are you checking the Middle East? So many, since I saw you last week, so many people have gone. Um, Unbelievable. It's I, just I, Listen, Jordan Henderson. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, you can't knock back what these yeah. boys are getting offered. It's impossible, you know, and I know there's different things people going about. Young Jack Henry getting an opportunity yeah, as uh-huh. well, you know. But just listen, I'm a big supporter of Jack. I really am as a footballer. I, I think he gets undue criticism. You know, I think he's a, a talented boy. And he's they've went there, obviously, and Stephen Gerrard's seen him playing, obviously, um, and taking that opportunity to take him out. And it's a great experience for him. Listen, as a, people say, if he goes there, does that follow up with Scotland stuff? I'm mm-hmm. thinking, well, think of the players he's playing against. Sure. You know, the strikers he's going to be up against. If Dimitrovic is not going through as well, you're thinking, think that'll wow. go. He's, he's determined to oh, go. Determined. I think you're oh, yeah. They want 50 million. Yeah, well, if there's one guy who could yeah. hold on to him, is Sheikh Khan, you know what I mean? Because uh-huh. he could hold on to him financially. Sure. There is absolutely no doubt of that. But wages-wise, it's near impossible, mm-hmm. Paul, when you're talking about some of the, the monies they're talking about. It's incredible. I mean, I was reading yesterday, even Messi going to America, yeah. that they, mm-hmm. they were talking about Saudi Arabia had offered them a billion pound a year. A billion pound over a billion pound a year, and you're thinking, it doesn't matter how much money these guys have got. That's just impossible for two years, you know. And he was getting that billion pound for, well, two billion pound. It ended up if he stayed the two years, and you've got Jordan Henderson to leave Liverpool when he's a yeah, captain sure. of a club like that. Mm-hmm. And people will say, oh, he's 33, but that's nothing now. Sure. That's absolutely nothing. And he's fit as he's a fiddle, fit. isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Players, as you said, they're at that standard, and he was expecting to be come back and playing mm-hmm. and leaving Liverpool. Maybe he's, you know, Klopp said to him. You're maybe not going to play all the games, sure. but, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he did a bit part near enough every game. Of course. There's absolutely no doubt of that. And also his leadership qualities around right. about the group. He's massive in the dressing yeah. room, isn't but he? Yeah, again, yeah. Liverpool have won a watch with it as well mm-hmm. because they get a fee that we'd never expect to get back yeah. for Jordan. Mm-hmm. And obviously Jordan financially. Mbappe, is he going to take it? Do you think he will go? It sounds as though he's not going to go. He wants to play for Real Madrid. Well, he's got to choose the Paul or he gets that, <laughs> that bonus for wanting yeah. to stay with his club. It, it, it's quite incredible, actually. But I said last year, I think he's a wonderful, wonderful talent. Yeah. But there's no way the club 
can do what they did last year and offer them all the different things they did. No. Near enough picking the team. Sure. And this was all the things. It wasn't was good for the team, was it? Horrible, yeah. horrible. It doesn't matter. And I don't care. As I've said many times the badge in the front is always more important than the names sure. in the back. You're right. Because that yeah. always changes. Because as soon as it doesn't, as soon as they become more important, Paul, you're finished. And that's the way it looks there at Paris. And they put the boat out for him last year and look what he's done with them. He's just like, well, I'm not doing that this year, you know. And then getting a loyalty bonus yeah. if he does, if he doesn't move by next Tuesday. I know. It's quite incredible. Crazy. Yeah. Can I ask you for Ange Postacoglu, the latest? Harry Kane, still no word, but each day it sounds as though Bayern sound more confident. They've gone on their pre-season tour, but they've left to, you know, top officials who apparently could be negotiating the deal for Harry Kane and yet others close to the club say he's a homeboy there's a baby on the way soon he doesn't want to leave London and it doesn't look as though any other club in England are going to come for him well they're saying he's building a house near uh, Cobham which is yep. near Chelsea's training ground listen uh-huh. that'll be where he's coming back to stay mm-hmm. the next three years that means nothing in the respect of that and the fact that he's not come out and said I want to stay because that's the easiest thing to say you know, listen, forget everything else. If I can negotiate a contract with the club, I will be here. That's not come out. And the longer it's on, and, and the only thing I can say in a positive forum, and I know it's a nightmare for Ange, is mm-hmm. decided to go on the trip. He's decided to do yeah. all things mm-hmm. above board. You know, he's not through, he's dumbed out the param and said, I'm not going or whatever. And he's been, he showed great professionalism that way. But all signs look as if, and listen, at the time, Paul, before Ange went there, I'd have said, even they were talking about Manchester United, I said, if it wasn't Manchester United, the, the club you would go to is Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt of that yep, because you think, yep. let's go and have a go at it. I know it's, people say, oh, it's the Bundesliga. But the Bundesliga is very hard. Sure. You know, there's 100,000 and 60,000 yeah. every game. You know, it's a fantastic play. And it didn't do Lewandowski any problems, did no, it? You still, know what I mean? still playing so, so well. And everybody knew him throughout the world through it. And Harry, listen, the only thing he's going to stay with Tottenham for become the leading the goal scorer old, the old time record holder yeah, but yeah. in saying that that may change on the range because of, of different things that they're doing mm-hmm. now you know, I don't see it because I think the other teams will get stronger as well and I think that's the problem but I genuinely think that Harry's definitely going whether it's Bayern Munich I don't know but the fact he's buying, building a house in London means nothing that means absolutely nothing and Angel want to get some money and get signing soon I see in the Women's World Cup Ireland are out beaten 2-1 by Olympic champions Canada 2-1 this afternoon so it's a big disappointment Ireland went in with great expectations yeah I watched them it was difficult for them there a couple of good chances they, too yeah. Yeah, they, they went co- ahead didn't they yeah they yeah. went ahead and it, as I say it was a couple of really good chances and then Canada stepped up a little bit in the second half, got their goals in quick succession, and then all of a sudden it pushed. I think the first one, if I remember, it was an OG, actually. Mm-hmm. It was equaliser. Um, but then you get it and you think, there was wee bits right at the end. And even if they get an equaliser, it meant they were still in it, but now they know they're definitely back. And it's yeah. different. It's a learning experience again. Uh, sometimes these girls, this is the first big competition pressure they've played under. World Cup with the world watching them in the respect to that so it's a fantastic occasion for them and hopefully they come back stronger for it we Scotland know all about that don't we Absolutely. Scotland's men we've been so many times not for a while but we were home before the postcards <laughs> <laughs> but the women yeah. done exceptionally well yeah a they few did years no, back, absolutely you know, under Shelley Kerr yeah, yeah sure. they've done a few, yeah. a few years back and as I say the girl Weir's done exceptional as a player you know obviously I tell you about the mural in Dunfermline about mm-hmm. her yep. but she's a wonderful talented player so we've got really good players and there's hopefully these young girls that's going to come through now with their club sides and whatever and I really enjoyed the end of the, the women's league last year you know it was yep. so close with three teams fighting out you know and that's great to see that somebody's not running away with it all the time so it's good for them and obviously hopefully the younger girls get more enthused through that and obviously wants them to go and play 
football on tonight of course we've got Rangers uh, another friendly uh, against Olympiacos and these games are important you can't take too much from it Peter but when you've got so many what is it seven signings plus the, the you know the players from last year there's still some players here who might be shipped out in the next few weeks what would you be looking for with Rangers tonight? I think they're getting a good habits, Paul. Mm -hmm. I think that's always the thing in pre-season. You get your fitness levels, obviously, that's the main thing, your game legs, isn't you? And there'll be certain things, as I say, Michael will be wanting to do, you know, how you get their fitness out going, see how many times you can win the ball back, no position half, all of these simple things like that. So there's a certain fitness level. Then you maybe switch, switch certain players. You maybe try certain players in certain positions. You maybe do a certain style in a certain game. You maybe go to a back three, which I've not seen them do yet. Yeah. But you maybe have to use that in a, in a period and how he plays that. So the players are aware of it because it's always easier to do that throughout the pre-season and the friendly matches than when you get into Europe and you're thinking, will I do it or will I don't? I've not tried that yet and they don't understand how to play it. So these games are all important for that. Even though you're in your head, you think, well, I'll only go to that if it's a necessity. You still have to show the players because it always gives them a get-out-of-jail card that, oh, we've never played that before, boss. You know, so I think all these sort of things and the new boys still yeah. get a feeling mm -hmm. uh, Ibrox and the pressures that come with playing there, even though it's a friendly. You know, the pressures that come with playing along there. You know, you're even going up in the bus, seeing the supporters outside. And it just lets you realise how big your, the Glasgow clubs are, Celtic and Rangers, you know, in the respect to that with the fans that flock to people pre-season friendly. Some people don't get anybody at their games. Yeah. You know, we've got full stadiums, which is quite incredible. It's incredible. That's why they always want our teams, Rangers Absolutely. or Celtic, for testimonial games. Absolutely, 100%. Your own testimonial sure. was a cracker, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, was funny the, because it was Bayern Munich. It was, I know, know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there was yeah. an interesting story, Paul, because he, he went to try and get into Milan because it had been 25 years since Celtic. Since and then the Italian actually decided to play through the winter. So they yep. didn't have a break. Mm -hmm. And Bayern said, oh, we would take it, but they only wanted to take it if it was a serious game. Uh -huh. And that's why I never invited anybody to play in the game. I invited them to watch the game, but I never invited so there wouldn't be a lot of subs going on. Right. But you had yeah. Mateus, Klinsman, you know, Can and Goals and a lot of other superstars of the world. And they were brilliant. Trapattoni was the manager. And they were brilliant as a club to deal with. They were fantastic. And really, they were over here for about three days. It was, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, they were brilliant. And it was Sell a real it. good game too as well. And it was, listen, it was a feisty game. I remember Tosh going to be fighting with one of the right wingers. <laughs> He's always fighting, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Um, but it was, that's what I liked about it. And the people I've spoken to since, you know, that was the thing they liked about it because it was like a competitive game. You know, it was like a proper match. You know, and we ended up, Klinsman got two. We lost 2-1. Big Malcolm McKay scored for us in uh, 2-1. Let's go on the phone lines. Great to hear about that when Bayern came to town to play in your testimonial. Ryan in Lanarkshire is on. Good evening, Ryan. Evening, guys. How are we doing? Evening, Ryan. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you remember that when Peter's testimonial was against Bayern? <laughs> he's Michigan? too young. I yeah. can tell him. He's too young with his <laughs> <All right>. voice. <laughs> oh, no, I can, I, can, I, can, I can remember. It was that the game that um, Dion Nealis played as a trialist. Who, who was that? Fernando Dion Nealis. Half played a trialist oh, in one yeah. of the games. I'm not sure. Oh, not for us, not, not for not, not definitely yeah. not for me because uh, Bayern Munich had made sure that we weren't allowed to bring people on the, the game, they wanted to make it a serious match, yeah. you know. So yeah. it probably was in that game, but there's a lot of superstars playing. And I look back now and I see all the names and I'm thinking, wow, I can't rem I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember against yeah. them, but it was a good R night. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking uh, about Celtic today? No, I'm, I'm delighted we've signed a defender first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope it's not at the expense of Starfelt, though. I think um, he's a bit of an unsung hero for us. Um, I know that people criticise him, um, but if you look over the piece with him and Carter Vickers at the back, our clean sheet record, particularly last year, when the two of them played, I don't think we lost a domestic game with the two of them either. 
Um, and I know he's, he's maligned by some, but I, I hope that it doesn't mean that he's potentially in the road out after seeing some speculation. No, I, I think you're right, Ryan. I think, obviously, it's difficult as well playing on the left-hand side predominantly what he's done. And it's not easy. And I think... I must admit, I was one of the ones that looked at him the way Ange, his team wanted to play. When the ball went to him, he always seemed to come back in again and go across the pitch. And I thought the game slowed down a little bit. Today, we went to play at Livingston, actually. And it was the first time we'd won at Livingston for a while. And it was he was playing the left-hand side, but every ball he got, he played forward. And I thought that was the start of him playing really, really well. You know, because I thought he had that confidence. He knew when to play the forward to Greg and that in the middle. And it's no easy, but the fullbacks playing inside as well for him, being a right-footer. Yeah. So I thought there was a lot of things that didn't help him at the start. I, I agree with you. I think he's got really good pace, which covers up, you know, sometimes when he's caught out of possession or whatever, and he's got really good pace. And I don't think we see that as often. Our people doesn't get as much credit as he deserves for that. And you're right, as a pair, the two of them work really, really well together. But I think it's really important that we do have people that can push each other. I think that's going to be important. You see what's happened to Carter Vickers with a simple thing like an injury. Course, and yep. you see, listen, let, let's talk about Rangers. You see the problems they have if you have a few important guys injured sure. it can kill you and if Celtic don't have backup there and if it's one place you think there's not a lot of backup because they don't really change the back line it's usually been the goalkeeper in the back four of predominantly and Callum has been the one that's always stayed on sure. the pitch they didn't have that beauty changing it I'm not sure what he's like with Kobayashi because he's still to settle yet mm. you know he gives him that natural balance with a left side Young Welsh, what are they going to do with him? He's got to get a, a, a season now. He's got to play Somewhere constantly. Else probably, yeah. he's probably, but he's yeah. got to play sure. because he's at that stage. Yeah. You know, so they definitely need that cover there. And as you say, hopefully that somebody does come because you always want people challenging because I always think it brings the best out of them. And Starfelt looks one of the ones. Mm. The big games that came, he always seemed to produce. And I agree with Ryan in that. He always seemed to produce and play a big performance in the big games. And I think that's what tells you that the big players are like. Ryan, overall, how do you feel about your team at the moment with uh, a week and a half to go? Yeah, OK. Uh, I agree with the point of, I don't know if it's so much a point, the, the sort of discussion around the goalkeeper position. Yeah. Um, I, I think the big thing for Hart, from, from my perspective, is I think he's a good keeper. I don't think we concede many chances. And when we do, typically, um, you know, it's an odd goal or, or a penalty. And his record in penalties is atrocious, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think he's one, one, one in it one in a friendly um, a few weeks ago but I don't think he saved a single penalty and I, I know I know the balance is also the striker right but an odd one you'd expect him to make a difference I, I, I think just sort of touching on the, the yeah. other point on Starfelt um, from from a sort of distribution perspective yeah. he seems to be the one who, who does start the attacks more so than Carl Vickers um, particularly when he's playing on the left which is, isn't his natural side and he's, he's effective there um, and again, I think that's something that's overlooked because I don't know how many goals we scored through the middle um, from the left-hand side where Taylor maybe makes a bit of space and, and Hattati maybe picks the ball up, but typically it does come from the sort of left-hand of the defence, which, which yeah. as you've said, is not his natural position. Um, so overall, OK. I, I'd like to see a keeper come in. Um, I'd potentially like to see another striker come in. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we've retained... Um, Hattie so far McGregor signed a new deal mm. um, Kyogo signed a new deal um, Cara Vickers coming back to, to fitness maybe in right back we're still a bit weak Ralston decent backup, but but not of the quality obviously of Johnson or, or the Iranovic who was there before so maybe that, that's probably there, a worry that's probably a worry for me Ryan at this moment because the two boys are out with injury that's my concern because yeah. you, you don't know what both the injuries and they've missed pre-season and pre-season is always a difficult one yeah. when you've missed it 
you know, to try and catch up, especially when it's both in the same position. Sure. You know what I mean? So that, that's a little bit of concern for me as well because I don't want to see Awata that's been playing there in the, the, the pre-season friendlies. You can see he's a good player, but it, listen, I, I was asked to play there a couple of times and I hated it. I was, I was used to going against people and tackling and whatever. All of a sudden you're playing the right back. It's completely different. His distribution on the ball is great. But the actual defending the 1v1s and the overloads and that against you, it's a completely different position yeah. for a midfield player. So it is a concern for me as well if the boys are out with injuries that it's made them miss a lot of training also. I agree with you there. And Ryan, final question from me to you. How are you feeling about Brendan Rodgers? Ange is gone now. What do you feel about the, what do you feel <laughs> about the manager? <laughs> mixed, mixed emotions, to be honest, Paul. Um, yeah. I think taking the emotion out of it, he was probably the best candidate. Yeah. Um, from a you know a pure practical point of view, um, I didn't like the way he left. I think the users probably spoke about it on the show. Yeah. Um, we maybe need to get used to this being you know a couple of year cycles at a time um, and, and take the emotion away from it. Top class manager. Um, one, one other quick point that's not related, but uh, Peter, my first cup final was 1995. Um, I was nine at the time, um, <laughs> and you were absolutely outstanding that day. By the way, uh, uh, thanks for the one of your last ditch uh, tackles. Um, yeah, you were lucky so, then. Yeah. You, were, you were lucky then. Uh, the, your, that was your first cup final. I'd been to a few and lost them yeah. all in that period. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear that, Ryan. Was it, was it a great tackle? Because it was nil-nil for ages, wasn't it, with Airdrie? <laughs> no, it was a... No, 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 you know, and I get back. Yeah. I think that's the first race I've ever won. Would you believe it or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just delighted. I, I, hey, there was no way that they were. There's no way we could lose that day. That was it. There was just no chance. And when they gave everything, I, you know, to make yeah, sure that didn't I, happen. I heard you talking about him just when I was waiting to come on, and a fantastic cross from Tosh McKinley as well. Absolutely, <laughs> it was. absolutely, it was. absolutely. It was a great feeling the final whistle went. <laughs> Cheers, Ryan. Enjoy the season. Cheers, Ryan. Cheers, thank Cheers, you. Guys, thank yeah, you. Bye. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk. Let's go! Crofty and Grado hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best-loved restaurants. This will be our eighth year, but it feels like we've been ingrained. We've just been, like, the whole community have just wrapped their arms around us, so it feels like we've always been here. Everybody knows you Shabies. Crofty samples the vegan options. You've got your own vegan menu. We have. And I yeah. think that says it all. And Grado samples everything else. Now you're at your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I've got your octopus salami. Before the ultimate test, the Dougie bag. Real and tuna sauce, that's unusual episode 3 at UCB's is available now search for Rate the Plate wherever you get your podcasts with Glasgow Taxis trusted by the people of Glasgow for over 59 years it's the Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney here with Peter Grant we are with Global Eco Energy and delighted to be so few people coming on the socials there remembering 1995 May the 27th when Celtic won the cup um and it was Pierre van Hooydonk, but then, as you were reminding us, he went off. But in Wikipedia, man of the match, it's you, Peter Grant. Yeah, I've done all right that day, Paul, yeah. but as I say, it was relief. Yeah. It was more, relief more than enjoyment, let me tell you, that's for sure. And <laughs> as I said, there was, I think, myself, Paul and Packy were probably the ones yeah. that was there during the, the drought. Pat. So it was great, great relief. You know, that, that's all it was that day. Pat Bonner, of course, and Paul McStay. Barry Ferguson, who joins us, who was with us Monday night, will be back this coming Monday. He says that the Scottish Cup final day is just such a special day, one of the finest in his career. He just loved it. 
Cup final day, as I said on here before, yeah. my dream was to play in a Celtic Rangers Cup final and that managed to come in the, the Scottish Cup final because yeah. we played in the League Cup final but the Scottish Cup final was always a dream because you always used to see the build-up you know, on a Saturday down yeah. in England and Scotland and it was early in the morning and you'd always go out the back and be the superstars. Yeah. They were all superstars, you know. And then to play in one, my, the one we won was the 89, obviously, be Joe Miller. Yeah. You know, but that was they, up they, against Rangers yeah, with uh, Graham Souness. Yeah, yeah, Graham Souness and Gary Stephen, who was a wonderful right Oof, back. Yeah. He, he made the short pass back. People say that we shouldn't have to throw in, but if you ask Big Roy, it was definitely a throw. <laughs> <laughs> Great to hear these stories. Uh, headline today Celtic have signed Mike Navrocki at last. Four million pounds. It's a five-year deal, and Danilo, the deal's done for him. He should be at Rangers early next week. He'll get the formal medical, and they're saying it's thirty-nine thousand a week. So more people coming into Glasgow as we get ready for the new season. Mentioned cup football. Well, the team two seasons ago that won both the League Cup and then the Scottish Cup. St. Johnson out of the cup last night, the Viaplay Cup, Peter. It's going to be a long, hard season. New management in there, Stephen McLean. I know you've been through it. It's it's difficult. Isn't well, I had the opposite side of it, Paul. I, I know saying you did well. I know, we, I know you did. We, yeah. we, we, he scored the most goals on yeah. it. We won yeah. all our games apart from one, I think. And I just mean early in the season, yeah, not but, getting much time. That's what I'm time. saying. You don't get much time, yeah. and especially when you're trying to bring bodies in. You know, you're short in certain positions. You've lost a couple of players, and it, it's really, really difficult. And you get the criticism that comes with it, or you get the praise because everybody thinks you're brilliant. Mm. You know, and you know you're far off it. And listen, Jim, as well, I'm delighted to see him doing well. Get done United getting a couple of results sure. now. Yep. Because it's so important. You, you see the flack he got in the, the Spartans game and yep. the, the Thistle game. So it's great to see him bouncing back. And listen, it's not easy. It's not easy because you're trying to get the players up to speed with their training. You're trying to reshape your team. You've lost players. You're trying to bring others in. And there's this timing thing. Some clubs are de desperately waiting on loans. They maybe have sure. an opportunity to get a loan, but the clubs don't want to let them out just now. So... You can't afford to buy them, but the players you're looking at, you can get a loan, but they maybe just before the window you're allowed to get them in. And there's all these things, and you're just hoping that all the managers, and I hope every one of the managers that survive through the cup and then take the things through the cup. But I don't think anybody should be sure. under pressure in this cup competition. Definitely not for me, but as I say, I'm not the owner, so sure. that makes it easier for them. That was a big win for a United 2-1 against St. Johnson. Big win for Queen's Parks, the first victory under the new head coach. So that was a big win for them. Four goals last for night. Rory yeah. Bain. Yeah, it doesn't, matter, it doesn't it? matter what sure. level you're at, scoring four goals yeah. is fantastic. St. Mirren needed that win against Cowdenbeath. Cowdenbeath were down to 10 men, 1-0 for St. Mirren. The goal was right at the end. 4 for a 3-1 win for them. They're in brilliant form, aren't they? Um, against it's funny because Ray went yeah. back there, didn't he? Because yeah. he was going to join Duncan down at... Um, Forest Green and all of a sudden didn't go because obviously Duncan lost the job and then Ray goes back there and his team started ex exceptionally well you can never tell in football Kelty a big win for them against Stranraer and tonight we've got Peterhead against Spartans Kilmarnock against Wraith Rovers Dundee against Dumbarton Dundee losing at the weekend and Edinburgh against Ross County uh, some other games last night as well uh, Clyde losing yep. last night didn't they yeah, yeah. they lost 2-1 to, to Brecon, Brecon. Uh, Inverness losing to Airdrie what about Airdrie the Diamonds are listen yeah. I was really impressed with them last season I've seen them playing and they, they knocked the ball about well and I think they've gave themselves something different with Todorov because mm, I, I tend yeah. Todorov to Dunfermline. And listen, I told you when I get the sack, they were the most efforts in goal. And I said, yeah, but his goals, the goals in the cup competition, he was brilliant. And it gives you something different. Yeah. And it's against his old team last night in the 88th minute after getting back to 2 2 Inverness. And then Todd, right, then, Todd, then Toddy scored the winner against him. So 
Uh, delighted for him because he's a smashing kid. Alloa winning against uh, Stenhouse Muir, another of your old clubs there. Dunfermline, pretty good form, 3-0 yep. against Albion Rovers. Livy, they needed that 5-0 at Co- Cove Rangers. It's not easy to go to Cove at any time, you know, in the respect of that because mm-hmm. it's a, a difficult place to go. Livingston, I think Livingston have got some really good players, you know. I mean, and, and to be fair to the manager, you never hear him moaning. You get yeah. saw him at Dave and then he'd talk about the finances, whatever. Everybody knows about the finances. He manages to get a tune out of them, and that's great management and great credit to him. And Queen of the South and East Fife went to penalties, five three East Fife. He's five for a couple of results now, yeah. um, you know, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, Alan Trouton's there, who was a player of mine, at, obviously, when I was at Allo and did traffic for me, so delighted for him as well because he's a, a very good football brain. A couple of people asking just to remind them about we've teaming up with Alea in Glasgow and you've got the chance now to win £250 to spend in the brand new relaunch sports bar, open every Friday and Saturday from 6pm to 6am and early for all the major sporting fixtures. Great place to follow your team this season. Just head over to thisisgo.co.uk to register and you could be playing this Friday on the football show maybe see you there at 5am one morning Peter absolutely <laughs> that'll be just getting in you'll be up for, it, yeah. you'll be up for early training still yeah, training every day first, yeah, indeed tonight Rangers then so be fans will be in the cars heading there for the game with Olympiakos it's getting closer now to the kickoff. so you're looking to see so many new players absolutely it's so great exciting for the supporters yeah. because they're going there like everyone else they've not probably seen these players in the flesh and obviously just seen clubs on your YouTubes and whatever so it's nice to go and see them and obviously the way they're going to be playing I mm-hmm. think that's important they seem to have a lot more legs in it they've got a bit of power you know they look as if they're a big side now you know people have last comment on that uh, they're a big side, but they're a talented side. We've talked about the, the Raskins and the Cantwells, and that. Yeah. we know how they can play. And we see if the other boys that was there last year come back fit, adds to it. And then they've got the new boys in. And I say the most important thing in a dressing room is bringing new people in. I think it's so, so important. Keep, keep obviously, a, a core of it, but you've got to bring new people in because everybody gets a lift from it. The management, the players, you know. And players have always got that competitive edge. You always want to show how good you are, you know, to stay in front of them and... They say the famous used to say to them all the best in the reserves when they came. <laughs> was that the line? I used to give them all one line, even more. I was flat to myself, oh, he's yeah. going to replace me. But I used to give him that one line as if to put him under pressure. That's a great line, isn't it? <laughs> I see uh, Sam Lammers has been praised by Lewis Ferguson, who's signed a new deal at Bologna. Well done to Lewis. He's made a, a good transition there. But he's saying Sam Lammers, he was really impressed. He watched him against Newcastle. Listen, Lewis is a good football man, mm-hmm. so he'll understand the game and he knows the expectation is expected at Rangers, yeah. even from afar. But he's been brilliant, and we said that he should be a Rangers sign in the last summer before he went away, you know. So I'm delighted he's done so well, but there was a lot of talk of him moving on. And as I say, he's still a young man, he's still got an opportunity to do that. And I think it's probably a good decision for him because you go to some of these big clubs, you could become a bit part. Yeah and you can be a sub coming on and off, and it's never easy, especially as a midfield player, I always think, because mm-hmm. you've got to be in the game, you've got to be in the heat all the time, and he's earned that right to be playing week in, week out, because I watched a lot of his performances last year in the top drawer. Three signings for your old club Celtic in the last couple of days, the two South Koreans, Kwon in the midfield, and Yang, who can play wide. Yeah, I think it's going to be important, because we, that's why I don't have any fear in the respect of that, because you look at the Kyogos and that, the Hatatis, how good they were, you know, so they know the people that's expected to come in. And last year, they never got that wrong in the respect of that. So you've got to trust that because up until then, we didn't know who Kyogo or that sure. was, Hatate was. We didn't know what they were like. 
and they come in and they've been superstars, you know, for Celtic. And long may that continue. So we've got to give every one of these boys a chance. The good thing, again, I'm saying is the fact that they're all coming at pre-season because I think that's very, very important, you know, because you get them halfway through, they've missed pre-season, they don't get to know the players or the style. You end up waiting a little period of time for them. And that may be the case with some of them because some of them take a little bit longer to settle than others. But we'll, hopefully that'll not be the case and hit the ground running. Matt O'Reilly's been mentioned quite a lot. He's in the media as well. And he said he was flattered to be linked with other clubs, but he insists he's happy at Celtic. And he said that even in Asia, you could see the affection all over the world that people have for Euro Football Club. We've always said it, Paul, and sometimes we get carried away with it. But as I say, yeah. I, I do it out of respect to the fact that I've been away from home for 26 years, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm doing it with that down in England. You know, and you go around everywhere else and you don't see anything mm-hmm. like it. It's quite incredible, actually. And... I was part of it as a player even we used to go as I said earlier on we used to go three years and somewhere in Sweden in the middle of nowhere and supporters would be there it's quite incredible the, the amount of money they spend and especially nowadays you know how difficult it is and how financially strong it is but they still manage to be there What would you have done if a Saudi club had come in and offered you an absolute fortune we've got 10 seconds remaining your what, final do, answer do you Peter now? Grant uh, now exactly at 53 whatever you are no, I, I would settle for that that's maybe for another day I, I would like them to come and ask me now yeah indeed yeah. you'd probably get more wages get the money up but I suspect you would never have left Celtic if you had the right deal oh, listen I was 14 month to month contracts once Paul I know. because you I could, there, was no, I there know. was no bossing ruling at that particular time no. so listen that was always the dream for me but listen I would never argue with any of these players now the finances it's getting offered to them in Saudi Arabia or whatever you can never say they would never do it because yeah. you need to be in that position and hey listen do you want about a million pound a week and all yeah, that for some sure. of them dear dear you know what I mean it's crazy isn't it <laughs> Peter thanks so much it's a pleasure we'll see you soon Andy Walker will be here on Friday tomorrow night Stephen McGinn will be here thanks so much Peter thanks very much Paul. that was a quick hour back tomorrow at 5 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy find out more about the funding options available at global-eco.co.uk Let's go Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic commercial and public sector customers with access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote, and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.